Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. There are so many, so many other galaxies that are just like the Milky Way. So it just leads to an infinite amount of, not infinite, but like a huge ginormous amount of um, the possibility of how many intelligent life forms and civilizations there are out there. And it's getting more and more probable that we're probably not the first to exist. That, was, that would be the dinosaurs. You think they're intelligent life? No. Okay. Maybe shh. Maybe hush. Okay. Just like that. We have a thought. Just go shh. What is the dinosaurs? Sorry. <laughs> no. Um, wrong. Yeah. Eh. Hello. Welcome back to Shit They Don't Tell You. I'm Nikki Limo. What's up, everybody? It's Iceman. And we have an episode today that I have prepared that was brought to you by my existential crisis. Oh, fine. I mean, I have a few every single day. Yeah, which one's this one? <laughs> but if you haven't had a few existential crises a year, did you even really exist? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, that solves it then. Mm-hmm. I guess it's over. Bye. So. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for uh, listening this week. Um, no, I mean, I just, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know why, but like, I feel like every time around this year or around uh, this time of the year, I get this like mode and it's not even depression. It's like not even a sad uh, to be clear, it's around 9-11 right now. 
Well, yeah, but yeah, and I used to think that it had to do with that, but yeah. I don't even know. I don't know if it's that. I don't know. My Even my therapist was like, did something traumatic happen <laughs> during this time of year? I'm like, maybe. I don't know. But every time around this year, or every year around this time, um, yeah, I just start to contemplate the meaning of life. And I don't know. Sometimes it's sad and sometimes it's like inspiring. But um, that's uh, what's been going on. And when you go through that, I feel like you you turn to religion, you turn to science, you turn to psychology, and you're just kind of like looking for answers. You know, are we just a bunch of evolved amoebas? Who turns to science for that? Science is there to tell you like, yes, <laughs> we are evolved, evolved amoebas. <laughs> yeah, just like, I, like waiting know, to disintegrate yeah, back dude, into dirt. I mean, I'm not turning to science for that one. I'll tell you that. Well, I mean. As much as I love it. Sometimes, like, uh, that could turn you to, like, stoicism, like, if, if nothing is, if it's just that. If you then, can find a beauty in the meaningless. Yeah, exactly. Then, yeah. then some people then can do that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, lately, I've been also watching a lot of near-death experience videos. Have you heard about of course. this whole community? Of course. Um, so, near-death experience people are people that technically died. Like, they, like, were pronounced officially dead at some point, And they had this whole experience. Some of them talk about it feeling like years because there's like no time over there and then they eventually come back into their bodies and they have this whole experience and what I found the most interesting about those videos is that everyone seemed to have like a lot of consistencies in their stories even with completely different backgrounds religions uh, no religions uh, there was one that I watched today from a neuroscientist who ended up writing a book after called uh, Proof of Heaven and he you know, explained how he came from a very scientific background and having this experience um, turned him more spiritual and religious, but in more of a like broader purpose way. Mm. And I just think all that's really interesting how so many people could have died and they're not hallucinations. They all experience the same feeling. Like it's, it's more feeling based and more like just being completely surrounded by love and like light. And they, they talk to uh, some, you know, being guide spirit um, when they're dead, quote unquote dead. And the, they've been told like, kind of some of them have been told exactly the purpose of their life and some are like hey you're not really meant to know it's like a little bit more vague but you need to go back and for the most part it's like you're you chose to come to earth to help um the people like your fellow human beings and to basically raise collective consciousness to evolve to a level where there's more love and light in the world and i have always kind of felt that feeling of like hey i think we're all supposed to like lift each other up you know in some way and we do tend to fall into these like so down, we drag bitches on twitter down cycles yeah i totally drag everybody <laughs> bitches on twitter <laughs> what I, I know my twitter is just pure ridiculousness I, 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 agree. I, I think twitter is the angry <laughs> you know honestly i started tweeting more because twitter is the angriest social media platform that i've ever seen and i it's stayed so off bad. i stayed off twitter for years and then when i got there i was like oh it makes me like physically ill yeah. to scroll through twitter because it's so angry and so like dark and so i was like what if, i mean there's like funny twitter too but what mm -hmm. if um like what if i only twitter. tweet a, tweeted like ridiculous things that make me laugh it i feel like that kind of raises the vibrational frequency of the twitterverse Agreed. and so i'm kind of like doing my part there as my as my life there on twitter but anyway that's 
as bad as all the, all the markets have been and stuff, like crypto Twitter is still nicer than regular Twitter. Absolutely. And it's like people being like, I lost everything. I'm so fucked. But it's like still way nicer than regular Twitter. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm on all kinds of parts of Twitter, mostly poker Twitter lately, but like everyone gets just too deep into politics and bashing and them versus us oh type God, of yeah. shit. And I just think it's. The it's, problem with all of them is they all think this. Yeah, it's all just silly in the grand scheme of things, best. especially. And I think that it contributes to my existential crisis because I'm like, this can't be what we're here for. Like, we can't be here to just fight about stupid shit like this. This is so dumb. But anyway, um, so I watched a bunch of that. And I'm, I've always like, I've, I've talked before on the show how I listen to like Abraham Hicks and Eckhart Tolle and Wayne Dyer and Neville Goddard. And they all kind of have similar messages of... You know, and, and a lot of it has to do with getting to know who you are on a deeper level, too, which is why I'm really interested in psychology and Carl Jung, Carl Jung. I, th- I don't know if it's Jung or, or Jung. Sorry. It's Jung. Okay. I think it's some people say Jung. I don't know. But I'm and Joseph Campbell. Anyway, they, they talk more about like uh, confronting your shadow self and like becoming like a whole person and being one with your the most authentic version of yourself. And it all connects. And I'm very interested in. In this like intersection between science, religion, and the paranormal experiences that people have, um, and I was gonna do an episode on simulation theory. <laughs> just Katie's head's popping on everywhere. Life is silly. When we it's first just, started the show, Yellow Kitty came out too. It it's so dumb. Like that. This is what I'm talking yeah. about. It's yeah. like it's. I think what's meant to be silly. Yeah, I agree. So um, I was gonna do an episode on simulation theory, and I, pr- I might, I might still do that, but I probably should have done it before this one, um, because I stumbled across um, a lot of rabbit hole of videos about uh, the Kardashev scale. Have you ever heard no. of the Kardashev? You have not. Never. Okay, well, wonderful. This will be a, a nice topic of discussion then. So um, the Kardashev scale was Can invented. I guess? Well, okay, go ahead. It's when to shove a certain hand. Yes. yes. When you have pocket jacks and you yeah. have under 100 big blinds. Earlier. Cool. Yeah. Great. So you got shove. It. Sounds like that. Kardashev, asshole. Oh, okay. Is the guy's last name. Word. A, car- a card to shove? Yeah. I like that. I thought that's what it was. Okay. That's the universe being silly again. Okay. All right. Um, so, yeah, the Kardashev scale was invented by, uh, or not invented, but I guess discovered or theorized is a theory by uh, Nikolai Kardashev, who's, uh, I believe, an astronomer. Oops, probably should have got Oops. like written down more of his no resume. Bigs. But anyway, he, um, well, there, we've discovered in science that there may possibly be over 40 billion planets in our Milky Way galaxy alone that can sustain life like ours, like civilizations intelligent life when we were kids they thought there like was ours. None, which exactly. is wild. so yeah even like even like 10 20 years ago it's like are there aliens and now it's more like how many aliens exactly. are there? <laughs> you know yeah. and even in the science scientific community like as we just make more and more discoveries it's like more and more realistic that there's like much many civilizations they on just another found planet microbial life on mars just where are they you know organic matter found on mars yeah, and then on top of that, there are so many so many other galaxies that are just like the Milky Way. So it just leads to an infinite amount of, not infinite, but like a huge ginormous amount of um, the possibility of how many intelligent life forms and civilizations there are out there. And it's 
getting more and more probable that we're probably not the first to exist. Um, and so Nikolai Kardashev... That, was, that would be the dinosaurs. You think they're intelligent life? No. Okay. Maybe... Sh- maybe... Sh- okay. sh- just like that we have a thought, just go... Sh- what is the dinosaurs? Sorry. <laughs> no. Um, wrong. Yeah. Eh. Also that... Oh, it was a form of a question. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Nikolai Kardashev had this thought too, and he theorized that there could be civilizations in uh, the universe that are billions or even tens of billions of years old. And he came up with a scale that categorized civilizations by level of technological advancement. And this was like a scale based on how much energy they were able to produce. And he was able to quantify how much energy was consumed by a civilization and use that to classify other levels of civilizations. He only defined three types, so levels one through three. But after him, um, there were more subsequent astronomers. Subsequent. Subsequent. Thank you. You can pronounce it either way. I like it that way. Well, then subsequent it it is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's been expanded upon by by uh, more further researchers. Okay. You ready to get into the Let's types go. of civilizations? Yes. Okay. First off, there's type zero, which I don't know why when I was watching all these videos, That's they're like Twitter. type one through three. Type but zero like, is Twitter. There's type zero. And do you want to guess where our civilization is? I got to say zero. Pretty close. We haven't done shit. Pretty fucking close. We went to the close. moon, dude. That's it. We're currently at a point seven two. On the galactic scale, we've done jack, fuck all, nothing. We're losers. When he invented or theorized, created this civilization um, scale, we were at a 0.52. Now we're at a 0.72. So we're kind of... So we kind of advanced a little bit, yeah. Yeah. But a type zero civilization is a baby civilization, like the babiest baby that there is. Basically, this civilization just uses natural resources on their local planet. They use trees. They use... You know, dirt. <laughs> they use dead animals and stuff. Um, they an, a more advanced type zero civilization might use natural gas or oil, but they have not developed propulsor technology, or or they do have it, but it's used by generating, um, or they generate it by using by burning chemicals. Yeah. So it like our whole pollutes our whole fucking earth, um, and they based this scale off of like. How the amount of energy produced per second and a type zero civilization would produce 10 to the 16th power watts per second that is the max of their of their energy that they can produce um and according to a calculation from carl sagan have you heard of that of man? course okay Very famous astronomer. in 2018 we were at a 0.72 so we might have advanced a little bit since then but it'll take about 100 to 200 years for us to get to a level one civilization wow Unless there's some kind of leap in technology that, yeah, that we don't know about. Yeah, I mean, maybe we could be gifted some technology by another civilization, but I think that this is all has to do with our like our collective consciousness evolution. I don't even think we can advance. I mean, this isn't part of the videos that I watch, but it kind of connects all around. I don't even think we can advance until we can get our shit together as a civilization and like work together as people, which would come from like raising the collective consciousness on a more spiritual and emotional level, um, which I think is we'll get to that. But anyway, um, yeah, we're definitely not 
We're definitely not close yet. I mean, close relatively, but like 100 or 200 years away from wow. getting to a type 1 civilization. Okay, let's talk about a type 1 civilization, though. Type 1 civilization is called a planetary civilization. So a planetary civilization does not depend on just their natural resources and energy, but um, also, but nuclear energy is their primary source of energy. And now, currently, we do have nuclear power here on Earth. We don't I mean, use it that much. Create it, but it, we also just generate it the wrong way. So um, we create nuclear power through nuclear fission, which is, it just has a low energy conversion ratio, and it generates radioactive waste and it has like a likelihood of toxic spills. So it's not really like ideal as far as utilizing nuclear power. If we could instead learn how to utilize nuclear fusion, we could have a clean, safe nuclear energy. And we'd be, be able to have a technology that's fueled by nuclear energy. And we could send, we could start sending manned spacecrafts to any planet in the solar system, which is really cool. Lit. Um, we would advance science and technology to a level where it, it could completely cure cancer and other currently incurable diseases that are caused by viruses or bacterial infections. Those could be eliminated. And we could have the ability to regenerate any organ, which would drastically increase our lifespan. If you could just regenerate any Absolutely. organ when it's, when it's dying. Right now. Yeah, they should be because, I mean, we should be reaching for a type one civilization. Um, we'd also be able to live in not just the land, but we could also live in the clouds and in the, in the sea, which would allow us a lot of space, more room to grow and uh, populate our planet. Um, it'll take about, it takes about 3,000 years to get from an early type one civilization to a more advanced type one civilization. Mm. So all of the more advanced stuff, you know, comes in thousands of years. Wow. Yeah. And then you'll get to a type two civilization. Let's talk about a type two civilization, huh? Um, that's called a stellar civilization. And a stellar civilization, uh, their main energy source is no longer nuclear power, but uh, instead nearby stars. Yeah, using Dyson spheres. Yeah. So sick. I remember when I brought up a Dyson sphere. So I brought up a Dyson sphere. No, I did. And then you were like, "How? what do you know about Dyson spheres? I'm like, I've been watching some videos. <laughs> I don't remember that. I remember bringing up Dyson Spheres. Okay, what do you know about Dyson Spheres? Go for it. Bro, you can surround a sun with this technology and harness the power of the sun and use it for whatever means you need. What does it look like? It looks like the sun is covered in like uh, like this formation of, um, of, of a shape that it looks like the sun. Yeah, so Freeman Dyson. It's like the Epcot Center, but you like pull it, zoom it out of the sun a little bit and it's like we're pulling using panels to pull all this energy out of yeah kind of there's like different versions of it so yeah. the original version from freeman dyson who was a contemporary of um albert einstein and he was in that era of science um he cre he theorized about this dyson sphere in which you could pull energy from stars and yeah you would have to construct a a like a big structure around a star um and the original model is like kind of like it looks like an atom almost like with the rings going all different directions but it wouldn't be very so other people after him were like it's not a very efficient likely structure to okay. happen because the amount of 
like the amount you would have to build to get all the way around, like to build that much structure around a star is just not ideal. So they have come up with like other Dyson uh, structures, like Dyson rings and <clears throat> different, basically the same concept, but like a more efficient way to draw energy from the sun. But just, just the fact that they've spent like lots of time developing um like stuff that we're probably not going to do for thousands and thousands of years, but they've thought about it is really interesting to me that like they're taking that seriously. Oh yeah. You know, it's not these, these like civilization types aren't just like some guy named Kardashev was like, Hey, what if this was like what aliens are? And then people were like, okay, cool, bro. No, they're like actually like digging into how these civilizations could harness that type of energy. Well, it makes sense Cause we can look around us so we can see like, you know, in our nearby solar system, yeah, what we could be using, yeah, which is super cool, yeah, um, and so obviously we would probably start with our sun and dude, we haven't we ba- so far we basically moved rocks from the moon to the earth. That's how embarrassing it is. What's more embarrassing is like all of these old like Egyptian hieroglyphics and stories and all not just egyptian but like greek and all these different ancient civilizations have stories of like basically <clears throat> higher civilizations gifting us those things like tools and fire and like all the shit that we're like we invented that uh, yeah we probably <laughs> killed each other with it actually yeah um like we, they were like these humans are really slow i think we're just gonna have to help well, them out it's go, like, go show it's like make fire. jeff probes like gave us flint yeah like he was like ah, i don't think you're gonna be able to make it without the flint you don't think that that some of that stuff too though is just like how we have like you know the star wars series and star trek and all that stuff and it's like imaginary stuff that helps us look forward to yeah. the next steps and like maybe back then in ancient egypt like they kind of were doing that same shit just imagining all this sick shit they could have been yeah right? I think about that too. Like, yeah. like how many of our movies will get misinterpreted as like what we believed oh, yeah. People in? People just found it. It's like, yeah. whoa, what the fuck was humans up to over there? Yeah, I think about that sometimes yeah. too. Like, what if we're, our historians just misinterpreted like so much shit? Yeah, but I don't know. I like <clears throat> that's why I like to get a vast. It's, it's fascinating to read a vast amount of different theories and stories, and um, you it's know, fun to think all, about. Yeah. yeah, exactly, and just get like juices flowing. And figuring out like what happened because no one really knows unless no. you were there back then which you might have been in a different life if you believe in reincarnation there but you go. moving on um so where was i uh, i was on type two right mm-hmm. so dyson fear which is a shell built around a star and um then there's other designs that have been proposed like dyson rings and basically once once a civilization reaches type two we would no longer suffer from any energy related problems on earth oh, ever again uh, I mean, we we're would, having all kinds of problems right now with that yeah and it would cure it would completely cure po- poverty there would be no more class structure or anything like that and we'd be able to freely travel to any planet in the entire solar system where would you go whenever we want what was your first planet you got to uh i don't i don't know i guess i don't really want to go anywhere i go to pluto first really yeah and then i'd be like suck it everybody it's so cold pluto is the is the first planet we went to bitches all you pluto hating bitches what do you mean Oh, remember when they said Pluto's not even a planet yeah, anymore? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, now they're saying Pluto's maybe a planet. Well, yeah, it keeps getting in and out getting, yeah. of the club. But I would go there first, is what I'm saying. I'd skip Pluto past- might even have moons. It does have moons, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, how does it not a planet? Fuck you. Exactly, fuck you. I know, I'm a diehard Pluto fan. Big time diehard. But I will say that, like, it's the farthest from the sun. It's also 
Yeah. That's why it's related to the god Hades, which is the god of the underworld. It's like very cold. I get cold here on Earth. Yeah, like I need true. a lot of blankets and sweatshirts. Like we're in the middle of a desert, and I wear sweatshirts every day. You could pack blankets for space. They already do that. They have it's called space blankets. Yeah, Look it up. I know, but regular blankets aren't even good enough for like this temperature. Space blankets are different. It's for space. I need a space blanket on this planet. That's true. You'll I don't know. Chill. I just think I'd be way too cold on Pluto. I think I couldn't watch Survivor with you if you had a space blanket because you'd be crinkling all over the fucking place. Also, I don't like the idea that like they wouldn't have luxuries that we've developed on this planet like where you know like you can't get postmates like well you remember when we tried going to like a remote area of different countries that travel vloggers were like you gotta go here and i was like ah man i don't yeah this i don't speak the language i don't have the currency i just want a starbucks you know i i just couldn't it was cool to like see but then i was like okay but we're not the couple that's like we're intrepid explorers (laughs) yeah so why do you want to go to pluto Cold just to ass. stick it to all the people who said it was my planet. Personally, I just want to explore inner Earth, but you know, it's cool. So cool. You'd go to Pluto. I'd stay here on Earth. I'm kind of a homebody anyway. That's true. Anyway, so after we get to this level, we would probably begin to colonize other planets. This would be like the first so part of our space colonization where we could actually start to build civilizations on other planets. And in the life science area uh regenerative medicine technology would get to a genetic level where we could actually regenerate any part of your body and this level of civilization this type 2 level w- is estimated to take about a hundred thousand to one million years wow yeah so not anytime soon yeah put your pluto dreams back in your pocket yeah, i believe that though Gaze it takes so much resources earth. just to go to the moon just yeah. to go to out of earth orbit well, we needed to harness freaking stars with uh dyson spheres exactly. in order to do this type of inner we also have to get rid of our material obsessions and like you know how many people want to just be famous and not they don't want to do anything that's what i'm talking about yeah. is that i think that that in this era of time if there is a sole purpose it's like raising the collective consciousness to a level where you can just see that your life is not meaningless what you've been focusing on is kind of meaningless like this like obsession with like superficial materialistic (laughs) garbage is like what is keeping us at this lower level of consciousness it's like that's why existential crises are so much cooler than midlife crises. Because yeah. midlife crises, you're like, I got gray hairs and wrinkles. I, I should buy a car. And at an existential crisis, you're like, do I even need to exist? <laughs> why do I need a car? I saw a, a picture of a bunch of people lined up. Because, you know, there's like an economic turmoil right now. And I, I saw a picture of like people lined up outside of a Gucci store or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, back, like it was Black Friday. And it just made me think about that a little bit. About how like. Yeah much that doesn't fucking matter yeah and like how having a gucci bag like right now even if it gives you a little bit of joy or whatever like the idea of that in like a thousand years from now like how nobody gives a shit <laughs> is wild yeah if you and if you zoom out enough you can just fuck with your head so much that it's like okay let's just get back to earth yeah i got i'm so much more interested in like this stuff like how do we get to like raise it what if we could just consciously move from our bodies to you know other planets without physical physical transportation yeah just yeah i just think all that shit's so much more fascinating like maybe that is like because it is so resource intensive maybe that is how we move around well we'll talk about that after this break oh shit yeah buy whatever we tell you to buy thank you 
Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to like, thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you want to rate it, that would be really awesome for us. Like, Listen, we're on break. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. We're just talking to you like people. As a friend. And we just want to say, please rate the show because it helps out a huge amount. Like we're not desperate. We're like kind of desperate. We're giving shout outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings. So Huge shout out right now to Brian Jorgensen. That was sick of you, dude. Thank you. God bless. Uh, huge shout out right now to Mark, Mark W. in Springfield, Connecticut. Back to our podcast. Jenny Blake. Hey, back to our podcast. In Tuscany, and Florida. back to our podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Steven. Huge. Thank you for supporting the <laughs> show. All right, we're back. And we're going to talk about a type three civilization. Are you freaking ready? I'm so, so ready. So if you remember when I first started talking about the Kardashev scale, this was the last civilization that he'd like discovered or talked about, which was type three. Uh, he did not believe you could move beyond a type three civilization. Um, he was a hater. But yeah, the subsequent researchers said it could go up to type seven which we'll talk about too but type three is very advanced it'd be called a galactic civilization and a galactic civilization would get energy in a way that's similar to type two uh through the stars where they would harness energy through the stars with dyson spheres or you know some other form of technology but they would get it from many stars near and far all throughout the galaxy so they would you utilize intergalactic travel Just to poning solar system oh yeah yeah um, they would, we would uh, see the first use of anti-gravity devices, but not just anti-gravity vehicles, but on an astronomical level where there's anti-gravity planets. And there's been like giant, huge UFOs seen at the surface of our sun harnessing energy from it. And we think that they might be this an advanced civilization that's learned how to utilize anti-gravity. Nikki planets to like you're scaring the straights okay i'll dial it back a bit yeah i'm just saying that's fucking interesting it's on video anyway so they uh use on video so there you have it. this galactic civilization yeah you could see fucking huge ass planet sized structures harnessing energy from our sun and then flying away unless (laughs) 
I see the feed get cut by NASA. Uh That's how I know it's real. Okay. See. Okay. Got it. You got to see something coming on screen and then the feed gets cut. Mm. That's how I know it's real. I don't know if it was NASA or if it was a guy with a telescope and a video camera, but anyway. Oh, shit. Um, This civilization, the galactic civilization, obviously, if they're going to go traveling around the galaxy getting energy from stars, they use wormholes to warp throughout the galaxy, but they can't create their own wormholes. They rely on existing wormholes. How do we know this? <laughs> this is all science people that did that came up with it. Oh, okay. These are astronomers My bad. and and like like Carl Sagan, like big names. Like, don't be an okay? idiot. They big, can't make big, their own big wormholes. fucking names. That's a class seventeen civilization. Yeah, they, there are like a group of nerds that fucking research this shit all day, and they're like, right. "Well, actually, wouldn't but be possible because they are." Yeah. but they the wormholes do exist. Yeah, they and do. if we were to get advanced enough to use them, they're like, "Well, we would need X amount of energy to be able to even use it." Well, how would we get that? And it goes like reverse engineered, you know. Right. So that's how these civilizations came to be on this scale because it's like, well, if a if a civilization got to a point where they could utilize the the power of stars throughout the galaxy, so they'd have enough energy to use wormholes to get through the galaxy. Can you imagine in a movie a fucking like giant spaceship being like like where do we go captain how do we get there or some shit they fucking turn to a sun they point at the shit at the sun and they blow it up and it t- collapses into itself and becomes a fucking wormhole cuz that's like eventually what happens like yeah. after a long time, period well, of time and it collapses into itself and becomes a white sun white dwarf or whatever mm-hmm. but then like that becomes a wormhole become, could maybe it becomes a black hole and then you go through the black hole i don't know be kind of sick we're just like two non-science people trying yeah. to trying to talk shop Look, i realize too that i'm wearing a cold jersey right now and like i'm part of the problem it's like i can't fucking <laughs> wait for football tomorrow and like i'm not exactly working on galactic science okay right i just like thinking about it i, I love like thinking about i it. like thinking of concepts that people that are much more researched than me i'm not gonna say smarter because like i just think that if you use your intelligence towards one focus i'm gonna point, say smarter sure that a lot of them might be smarter <laughs> i'm willing to admit that some of them yeah. might be smarter i'll say smarter some of them for both of us Okay. Yes. Well, anyway, I like I like hearing all of their concepts because they're much more. They spent like their lives researching this and yeah, cool proving it with different theories and getting peer reviewed and having their theories debunked and all this shit. And then th- they all agreed on like some, you know, to right. get all of them to get a bunch of scientists to agree on some is like whoa. That's sick. Okay, this might be like actually legit. So anyway, they use wormholes to warp through the galaxy, but they can't create their own. It actually takes an enormous amount of energy to the unit. The our galaxy like. It's hard to support uh, artificial wormholes, but we'll get there. Anyway, <laughs> uh, type three type three civilizations have maximized the lifespan for the, the species. So their next goal, the next goal of a type three civilization would be to extract consciousness out of their physical bodies and achieve immortality. Kardashev... Dude, it takes them that long to achieve immortality? What do you mean? It takes them that long? Well, I mean, how long would it take you? Got you got a Dyson sphere that can fucking suck all the energy out of the sun, but you can't figure out immortality yet for carbon-based life forms. I mean, there's two different types of science t- sciences going Just on. Just get out that one shit. One is technological advancement, and one <clears throat> is life regenerative science. What about the one where you like grow a human body and you just shove your brain into the other body? Well, yeah, that's where they would probably. You think that it takes them that long? Uh, well, how millions of years? Yeah. To get to that level of civilization, yeah. Damn, all right. We're on fucking Twitterland right now. Yeah, that's true. We're like so nothing level. We're that's like basically true. dirt. <laughs> we suck. I know, we suck. I'm such a hater. I'm like, God, why do... 
Anyway, Dude, we still have ants in our houses. You know, we can't figure anything out. No, well, like, we, we oh, are. God the, damn it, we are the ants in the galactic house. But think about how many hours of productivity gets fucked with because of ants in your house. Yeah, we're never gonna get to the fucking to Mars. Well, scientists have probably found a way to get rid of the ants in their in their research labs. I don't know about that. Maybe. I heard Elon Musk has an ant Maybe problem. Maybe the ants are in control of everything. <laughs> I heard SpaceX has a huge ant problem. Damn. They should get rid of the sugar. Exactly. Okay, well, anyway, like I said, Kardashev thinks that this is the peak of civilizations. Like, you can't extract consciousness and become, like, and go to another level of civilization. But so many other people were like, uh, 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 uh. uh yeah, uh, on, actually. Point on Twitter. Actually, you can, Kardashev. There's a type four civilization, and they're called a universal civilization. They can create their own wormholes. Boom. <laughs> Mic drop. How bored are they now? Can it, I just ask you this? Exactly. How fucking bored Let's are they? Let's see, we'll get there. Okay. So. Because once I unlock God Mode in any video game, I'm done with it in like 15 right. minutes. So, okay, I'm going to get there. Okay. I'm going to get there because I thought about that too. Like, after this video, I was like, this Make is so interesting. But, okay, listen. Okay. We're only on type four. We get to seven types, okay? Type four uh, creates their own wormholes. There's not enough energy in the galaxy to support artificial wormholes, like I said before. Uh, so, their main energy source would be from supernovas. Supernovas mm. occur once every 40 years in a single galaxy. So type 4 civilizations have to travel intergalactically to extract energy from various supernovas of other galaxies. They're just coasting to other galaxies having to extract energy. That's how crazy the, mm. this civilization is. They have achieved immortality by being able to extract consciousness from physical form. Um, and, it, and they also... It also is possible at this level to create intelligent life. They can create intelligent life. So many type zero civilizations may have been created by, by type for four sure. civilizations, which um, to me, when I heard about this, it connects <clears throat> everything. Like this is where I'm talking about the intersectionality of like, this it, like a lot of ancient myths talked about gods that actually seem like type four civilizations um and like if you believe in the simulation theory which is that like an advanced civilization created this simulation 100%. and we're not in based reality and like who knows how many levels down we are because we create games like the sims and after a certain point we just start creating simulated realities and those people or beings one. in those realities don't know that they're in a simulation the matrix so you know maybe type zero civilizations were created by type four civilizations and that connects aliens ancient myths religions and simulation theory uh, the type four civilizations though are not omni omnipotent or omnipresent you they're know not gods they're, they're they might be they might have been described as gods because they created life but they're not god like the all to me if you created life you're god i mean you you're a you're a creator you're god and god created us in his image which would make us creators you know um <laughs> but they have advanced to the point of realizing that there are actually multiverses and that is no longer a theory to them but they have realized that it, it as a truth and they're like holy shit there's other universes yeah we found out about multiverses hmm Human beings have. Well, they're th a theory, and we well, make absolutely art about it. Yes, but but no, but they're they've been they've used experiments to confirm the existence of multiverses. Well, at this point, type we four is like to we them. can get there, right? And uh, that's what they're they're working towards. So <clears> then, <throat> once they get to a type five civilization, 
which is called a multiversal civilization, they look to white holes for energy. So white holes are still a theory for us. They're not proven. They're the opposite of black holes. Like they're the polar opposite of black holes. And they whereas a black hole out. sucks everything. Yeah. White white holes shove everything out at an enormous they amount of energy. Yeah. They just shove it the fuck out. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. So, but. You might even call them buttholes. But, uh, no, you wouldn't. Why not? Well, Think about it. Think why about would what you? they do. Think but about what they do. Things can go into buttholes. They can't go into white holes. Mm, good point. Yeah. Thank you. I'm glad you're here. You're welcome. So that's what I'm saying. I don't know if scientists are smarter than me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I, I stand corrected on that. Pretty point. intelligent. I stand corrected. <laughs> these, uh, yeah, so these white holes only exist in theory right now, but a type five civilization would need that amount of energy that's theorized to be in white holes um, in order to get to another universe. So they would be gathering energy from white holes in one universe to travel to other universes. And once they get to other universes, they would soon realize that although they have mastered the three-dimensional world, they haven't done shit. There's life that exists in other dimensions. They haven't done shit yet. And they're like, Fuck. Fuck. we thought we did so yeah, good yeah we created other civilizations oh, like come on see you thought you were god mode but yeah, you're not wow because there's other fucking dimensions and your 3d body would be exploded if you tried to freaking go to some when of these you just get bored because this is like a psychedelic experience so type six multi-dimensional civilizations okay. their 3d bodies wouldn't be able to make it. But type six has released consciousness from physical bodies. They no longer need to transport consciousness to other bodies. They just, they're like, fuck the bodies. We're just gonna be consciousness, okay? So they extract consciousness from their physical bodies and they travel backwards and forwards through time and they can overcome cause and effect. They can also be omnipotent and omnipresent. Finally. However, they soon realize that if type four civilizations could create type zero civilizations, and we're above type four, then who the fuck created us? That's what I've been saying the whole time. And that's when they realize that there's a seventh civilization, the creator civilization. They And the type six civilization realizes that they actually can never get to the type seven civilization, no matter how hard they try, they will never be able to advance to a type seven civilization because a type seven is just existence itself. Why don't they just blow it up? They can't. Oh. It's existence then itself. Because if it doesn't exist, then they're the top of the kingdom. They can't That's do it. That's what America does. They can't do it. Okay. It literally is existence. So it's the creator of everything. Dimension, space, time, energy, natural law. It created everything. And that really connects religion and science and everything because it's like, well, at the end of all of the science, it's still God. Right. It's still like the one it's the that layer one. Cre- it's the layer one that created the other and then 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 you create and then you create and then you create and in the Bible, you know, it talks about how we're we are made in his image, you know, so which is really like we are creators. We can create. And that's what human beings do is we create and we build and there's other layers to us, but like, you know, by the way, we meant to tell yeah. you guys to get high before this episode. Oh, yeah, get fuck, I hope you're uh, like, we, yeah. Yeah, we should have said that can earlier. you put a disclaimer you, yeah. in the very beginning? Let them know to get really high let for this them, episode, or please. Have an edible. Uh, Mark, can you hit the get really high button? Drug of choice, actually. <laughs> LSD, acid. Just make sure you stay safe. Here, wait. Mark's hitting the. Don't g- drive. Mark's hitting the get really high button. Get high. 
I hate that button. It's a good button. If I was it's high, new. I'd be so annoyed with it. <laughs> it's too corporate. It would ruin my. It's very corporate. It'd ruin my buzz. That's to true. be honest, yeah, exactly. I'd be like, who? What yeah. corporate yeah. fuck yeah. created this? That's true. Button. But anyway, yeah, it did get me thinking of like, um, wow. Once you get to that level, even like some of the lower like not lower but like the type four like you don't even need to get to seven to be like this is boring <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. you know like because it's cool mm. as fuck you can do everything but it's boring and that so made boring. me think about all these these near-death experience videos where we chose to come mm. to earth even though it's the hardest it's been called like the hardest planet for your soul to go to or whatever but Tough we game. but to have the challenges and to feel a spectrum of emotions. And we chose to forget knowledge because it's not fun anymore. Because if you know everything <laughs> and you could do everything, it's not fucking fun anymore because you don't get to figure out the puzzle. It's like when you see a movie you really love and you're like, God, I wish I could watch this movie again and again and I, without remembering the movie because yeah, you're like that's true because it's the not the first same experience, experience. Is the best yeah or when you figure something out it's like the best feeling is figuring something out in fact a lot of psychological studies i think we've mentioned this on other videos and episodes that happiness is not actually derived from not having any problems it's derived from solving your problems yeah so you don't actually want no problems Engage you just conflict. want better co- we talked problems. about that with mark maron yeah we need conflict Mar- not mark maron with Mark Maron from the Mark Maron podcast. No, Mark Man- Ma- Manson. We talked about that with Marilyn Manson. <laughs> yes. Which was really enlightening. And he, he, not as weird as people thought. No, uh, he was super yeah, cool. He was a cool, actually. And he said, yeah, he can't suck his own dick, which I thought was I thought that was interesting. He did remove a rib. Yeah. For a reason. Yeah. I'll tell you that. But so did Adam when Eve was created. To suck his own dick. Exactly. Because he knew that bitch wouldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Um, yeah, so... It's interesting because a lot of these near-death experiences, they're like, oh, your soul chose to come to the hardest place to one um, experience, a whole human experience, which is different than when your consciousness is like joining source again. Yeah. Um, And also to help other humans raise a collective consciousness so that your civilization can advance and it all kind of relates to each other and it's like you're in a giant escape room and you have to solve all the puzzle together but you have to work together in order to solve the puzzle so basically going to planet earth is the most difficult game it's mm-hmm. like playing elden ring yeah i have never played elden ring well, elden ring like sure. just came out like last year or, whatever, or this year and it's like oh, i was thinking elder scrolls oh okay so no. a different game? elden ring's a new game okay even Elon Musk talked about he played Elden Ring. It's fucking hard. Okay, it's a hard game. What's it about? I don't know. You're like a fucking medieval warrior or some shit. I oh. never played it. But oh, I don't play hard games. Why is this Elden Ring then? Life's hard enough. I don't need to play hard games. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I love hard some games. Some people love hard games. Exactly. I love them. So, so maybe that's what happens when we're up there as the collective consciousness. We're like, we need a fucking hard game. Yeah, I think it's stimulating. Yeah, you know, it's like, and you choose to forget everything so that it's a fun game again. Right. You know. Because, dude, so many people like... You know, the people that can solve the Rubik's Cube in 19 seconds, Rubik's Cube, Rubik's Cube is boring. Exactly. It sucks. Or like even, um, you know, our friends who play poker. Like I was talking to my buddy who, who's like a poker champion and all this shit. Yeah. He, he's our friend. And I was like, dude, when does it... When are you like... Bored. I, yeah. When are you like, I've done enough. I've had enough. Mm. And for him, he's just like, yeah, it doesn't really enter my mind because it's still so much fun. Yeah. Well, and also... it's still hard. 
And that's what I like about poker, or at least no limit poker, is it hasn't been solved yet. You can never master it. Yeah. And you can't, you it really can't master it because you're dealing with human psychology as well. Like, and you're always going to be playing diff- way different people. Right. Like, it's just a, an infinite you're never going to master it. Yeah. You can only make the best decisions possible. And it's such a life analogy for me. I think that's why I like, I, yeah, I get really stimulated. It's very, very anal- analogous to life where um, you're never going to solve life either. You're just going to find the best way to solve problems that you c- encounter and situations. You're never going to get the same situation twice either. Like, exactly the same situation but you have you have types of situations that are similar right and you can try and solve for the most profitable um moves in those situations but it's not guaranteed Mm -hmm. so even if you do choose the most profitable thing like like when people are trying to choose the safe route in life they still can fail Mm -hmm. you know because it's never guaranteed and i think that's so fascinating is that the whole point of it is not to get discouraged when you make the right move and it doesn't work out but to keep making the right move because eventually it does work out yes and once you've discovered what the right moves are like you just keep making the right moves and it pans out and i think that's so interesting because that's all you can do in life is do as much research as you can on what like the right moves for you are and the, the calculated risks that you take. Um, you can't not take any risks. So you have to take some risks and like being able to choose like, well, okay, what are the most profitable risks that are going to move me up the best? Uh, and you just keep making those decisions over and over again in life. And that's what you do in the game of poker. And I think it's just so maybe mm-hmm. like life is a game that we choose to come back to because it hasn't been solved yet. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Tom Brady's playing football at the age of 45. So if you're a type four civilization, you're like, okay, I got my fucking consciousness. I can remove it and put it in anything. What if I went back to the beginning and I didn't know? Right. Could I be, could I build the life over again? Like sometimes we do that mm-hmm. in this But life. do you think when we first started, like when there's no civilization yet, they get here and they're like, oh no, this sucks. I don't think they remember. Yeah. That's what, that's the whole point of like not remembering. That's it's true. like, would I be able to figure it out if I started back at square one again. Right. Sometimes it's fun, not fun, but like we do that in life when we change directions, you know, when we um, completely start a new path. Like we don't know what's going to happen at all. Could we Could we succeed in a whole different area of life if we, if we really wanted to, if we were really driven and we're really excited about it and stimulated by the challenge of it, could you start from the beginning of something and find success in it all over again if you were already successful in a different part of your life. Right. You know, and people do that all the time. People that are really successful um, start completely different yeah, careers like, startups or like later yeah. in life, yeah. you know? And it's, I think it's really stimulating to, I mean, I have a thousand different hobbies and that's because I just really love learning. If I'm stimulated by it and if it's exciting for me, then I can stay focused on like trying to get better at that thing for many, many hours and years and days and weeks and months. And yeah, um, it's it. like it's like fun to see how far you can go from square one as a student. So that's what we think is maybe going on with all these civilizations. Right? I don't know. I think, I mean, if I, after watching all of these videos, rabbit hole of all these, all this information and, uh, and in addition to all like the spiritual videos and the paranormal videos and like all this stuff, I'm like, you know, you kind of come up with your own, your own kind of ideas and they're not concrete. They're just swimming in your head. Like, what if it was this? And I can only relate it to my like short little human life that I've had so far. And I'm like, that would make sense. 
you know? Do you think that we kind of hoard knowledge on Earth, too? Like, we're like, you know, we always talk about how, you know, we don't really share secrets across civilizations, even, like, with other countries. Like, so we're not really raising the collective consciousness if we're segmenting all of that and keeping it to ourselves. Yeah, honestly, I don't know how to have this. This is a whole separate conversation, but there are ruling powers in the world that I think hoard knowledge. You know, if you listen, if you've heard of occulted knowledge people Mm. think of the occult as like oh it's like dark and demonic or whatever but it's really not occult just means it's hidden knowledge and there are there's a lot of hidden knowledge that can't go to the vatican library our civilization's known for a long 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 time yeah exactly but only like a certain segmented group of people are allowed to access this information and that's why you get like conspiracy theorists you talk about the illuminati and like all the symbols everywhere because it's part of occulted knowledge that the people that run our earth like they know things and they kind of know how to control the masses by not letting the masses know how to create what they know how to create remember when we were in an uber driver uber ride with a freemason yeah and that's when i was like wow the freemasons ain't doing that good though what are different levels like it's not run by the fucking base of the pyramid. I think he was a leader, a local leader, though. Just remember that. Maybe just get excited about football. I think that's for you. <laughs> you know what I, <laughs> I think, think that's for you. is one of the great things about all this shit. Like, um, like we're <laughs> like we, our cat is bullying our other cat right now, and it's hilarious because <laughs> when he was a kitten, um, it was the other way around, yeah. and, and now he's much bigger, so it's actually justice every time, and I sort of enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> You got that? Is it on camera? No, it's, it's not. not. I wish Sorry. it was. Sorry. Okay. okay. Um, I sort of take this weird solace in the absolute fucking fact, like almost no doubt in my mind, mm-hmm. that we won't have to worry about being a type two, type three, type four, type five. Yeah. We will blow ourselves the fuck up before then. Absolutely. Well, that's <laughs> why we remember we, we did the Hollow Earth theory video, yeah. and the Inner Earth civilization was like pretty worried that. We're gonna we're, blow it up. Yeah, because it's like we're the bad upstairs neighbors that are just like dropping bowling balls yep. on their fucking <clears> roof. <throat> and, like our old upstairs neighbor. And it affects all the other planet. If there's a ripple effect, you know, it, it affects everything in the universe because like if our planet gets blown up, then it's, you know, it then affects like the sun and then there's uh, different energies and radiation, all kinds of shit. Yep. And it affects their their world, obviously, also. And so there's all those UFOs that have gone over the nuclear um, weapons and, you know, dismantled them. Yep. But, um, yeah, I think that there is a... I think that's why there's an existential crisis because I'm like, what is it? Nothing really matters. Like you can almost laugh about it sometimes because it's like there, it's so much more grand than this. It's the universe is so much bigger than all these stupid problems that we created. Do you ever think that if the aliens really had our back, they would have flown over um, the season finale for Game of Thrones and they would have stolen the footage? No, because they are probably pissed at us for what we've done with the nuclear stuff. And they're like, oh, you know yeah. what? This is a little bit of retribution. That's true. A little bit of happen. karmic justice. They could have done it. For those fucking humans. Yeah, they could have done Let it. Let them cry. Yep. Let them cry. And but, we did. And you know what? We're too forgiving because this new Game of Thrones series, everyone's in love with it. And they're, they're like. They're getting tricked again. I got hurt I, yep. once. 
And the, you know, when, when I get hurt. Now it's on you. You don't exist in my life exactly. anymore. Okay? Now it's on you guys who are yeah, watching this new it, Game of Thrones. It's on you. You didn't set healthy boundaries. Yep. And if you get wrecked. It's on you. It's on you. This time it's on you. And you need to fucking own it. They're love bombing you right now. Yep. But. They're drawing you in. It's a honeypot. They're drawing you guys in. And I guess mean, what's going to happen again? I'm a sucker. They're going to get you again. They're going to get you so good. They're going to get you in love with all these characters. They're going to kill them all slowly, one by one. You'll have one that you're at least holding out for. You're like, oh, that's my lead dog. And then at the end, at the very fucking end, they'll take that away from you too. You know, I don't even mind my favorite characters getting killed as long as it's a fucking interesting story. But the way they killed some of the characters was not even, didn't even make sense to all the buildup they did. It just didn't make sense. Didn't make sense. It's, I hate when things don't make sense. If alien races are going to have our fucking backs and shut down all our nukes and stuff, at least they could start shutting down some real shit that's affecting our daily lives, too. Like the Game of Thrones? Like the Game of Thrones series no. finale. Just fly over where they shot that shit because they always, like, you know, they have to hoard footage afterwards, right? Yeah. Just steal the footage. Just fucking blank all the tapes. Make them back to the drawing board. That yeah. would have been the biggest fucking hookup for our civilization I can think of in the last decade. No, we don't. We don't. We're not. They would spoil us. Like, mm. I think we have to learn our lessons. That's true. How we ever learn our lessons if we just get the perfect pieces of art? And that's all the why time. me and Nikki are not watching the current Game of Thrones because that's we learned why. our lesson. Because we are not falling into traps again. Not again, unless HBO pays us to say check that out. We are watching. Check out the new Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones. Check it out, not. but we haven't been paid yet. So we will let you know. That's right. And we will buy many Gucci bags with oh what we've paid. Oh my God, so many. That's all we've been looking forward to, we to be honest. We have in our carts already, but we haven't checked out. What material items do you still find yourself attached to? Ooh, that's a really good question. Yeah. Um. Obviously, my, my Colts jerseys, I've <laughs> been enjoying, I enjoy sports. Yeah. Um, well, is there like a thing that you're like, ooh, I can't wait to till I can afford to buy this? You, you, you can buy jerseys. Yeah, there's not really. Okay. Oh, my Batmobile probably. Yeah, I was gonna say like I'm not really a car person, but I think a a Jeep would be sick, and that's Jeep not even that sick. expensive. But I just you want a yellow Jeep, right? A yellow Jeep or a purple one. Yeah. I just good. think it's pretty sick and it could go off-roading and I think that's why though it's more of the adventure part of like getting to do different experiences that I can't do on my Honda Civic. Um, Batmobile can go off-roading. Yeah. I'd get the Keaton Bomeo. Yeah, I just don't like all that attention. It's definitely getting broken into. <laughs> They're not going to get anything. There's not, nothing in there. Yeah, but I don't want... How, people, who, pe people aren't going to break into it to do anything other than take pictures. You know who... How expensive it would be to repair something as custom as a Batmobile. I just don't want to deal with the broken windows. I understand. That's no true. One, no custom. one's going to break into my Jeep. That's true. Well, Jeeps are already open. You so know you what I do is Jeep. I leave Taco Bell on the seat. Cinnamon twists. No, I leave, I leave bags of Taco Bell on the seat so people know, oh, she's not doing well. She's not like, doing so good. I don't think I need to break into this that's car. That's true. <laughs> Unless they want some cinnamon twists because they're in there every time. No, no, they're not. Yes, they are. No, they're not. Yes, they are. I eat those. You eat most of them. Sometimes there's a weird chemical taste on them. Yeah, see? And I go, and like, hmm. not tonight. Yeah, sus. All right, that's all the show we got for you today. Hope you were enlightened by this. Uh, I hope you are doing well during your existential crisis. I hope it's not a sad one, but maybe one that inspires you to um, look within and be like, what can I contribute during this really baby time of a 
Try to zoom out, but not too much. Don't zoom out too much. It'll freak you out. So zoom back in if you start to zoom out too much where it freaks you out. All right, that's all the show we got. Please, if you want to support the show, check us out on Patreon. Or get so freaked out that you go through the other side. Patreon.com slash sticky. And you're no longer freaked out anymore. Slash sticky. S-T-I-K-K-I. Yes, we have a lot of fun on there. We do weekly poker game, or like we do poker game every month. We do... A free um, world poker tournament. Free world poker tournament. We do a live stream every month called Sticky the Sticky Live Stream. We also I do Crypto, show Corner. Crypto Corner every single Tuesday night. Um, it's a blast. We have a great. And we time. do early releases of these episodes. Yeah. Um, anyway, and thanks you for listening. Killer Discord community. Also, right. if you have a question you would like to ask, we do Q and A videos every now and then, and you can submit those questions to podcast at nikki.limo. You can ask us anything. Like literally anything. Anything you want. I'm not going to guarantee I read it if it's something like weird, but and yeah, mean. If it's super weird. Anyway, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.